So to celebrate 2022, I have decided that I'm going to go back and check a couple of cigars that I thought were just garbage. Wow. Okay, that's too strong. That's too strong, but I will tell you, the first time I smoked the Avo Caribe, I wasn't impressed. No, 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 that, that, that's not it. I didn't like it at all. So, of course, we're going to start the year off with it. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and a very happy new year to you. Happy Fingers Malloy to the family, to everyone, to Papa Malloy, who's leading his best life. That's, by the way, one of my new expressions. From now on, I'm doing nothing but leading my best life. That's wonderful. God, I hate that expression. I heard that a million times while I was on vacation for a couple of days. Best life. Who Do people really say that? Yes, and then they start talking about their truth. Speaking my truth, Tony. Oh, uh, I, I dislike that more than I dislike the cigar the first time around. Now, this is the Avo Caribe, C-A-R-I-B-E, the Avo Synchro uh, Caribe. I, I happen to like Avo, and I like a tremendous amount of Avo products. This one didn't hit me right, and I'll tell you why in a second. We're doing the Toro, which is the 6x52. Six refers to six inches long. T Ah, the first one of 2022. And uh, the the 52, no, I'm sorry, we're not doing the 6x52. No. We're doing the special Toro, the 6x60, six, six inches long. Tee And 60 being the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee Now, a 64 ring gauge would be a full inch around. 60 is way bigger than I go. For me, more often than not, a very uncomfortable mouthfeel. But this cigar is built, this cigar has got some heft. The wrapper on this cigar is Dominican, Ecuadorian in the binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan in the filler. It's a little bit of a mottled brown wrapper, but you can see the veining everywhere. There is nothing smooth about this wrapper whatsoever. This wrapper could be in Braille. There's so much uh, bumps and ridges going on with it. I got to tell you, I'm not opposed to that. I think there's some people who who take a look at that in their cigar, and they're like, oh, that's not right. Oh, that should have been wrapped that way. Oh, they should have discarded. I don't feel that way. I do feel that sometimes the veining in the cigar, like in the wrapper, can lead to some weird burning. Uh, you know, it may maybe a, a touch more canoeing, things like that. But I don't that doesn't happen all the time. It is something that I am aware of when I have a cigar. But the cigar look itself is is very lovely. It's Avo. I believe their construction is is quite excellent. And there's just a touch of oil on it, I fingers. Was, yeah, just was, a bit. I was gonna say that there is a touch of oil. It is a beautiful looking wrapper. Uh, and it's beefy. And to me, you know, I know you, this is the ring gauge is a little bit bigger than what you normally like, but it feels good in the hand. It, it doesn't feel uh, too big. It, it, it feels it feels to me just right. It look. I'm not going to tell you that it doesn't feel fine. It is. This is a size conversation. It's just not where my comfort level is. It's not my everyday kind of smoke. But going out of the comfort levels is extremely extremely important. I had this cigar, I'm going to say near uh, uh, six months ago, because this cigar came out, I think, in the summer of, of, of 2021. At least that's when, when, I, when I saw it, when I got to have, have a piece of it. And I thought this cigar, you know, I like wood in a cigar. I thought it was woody and salty, and I'm like, this is just not for me in the slightest... 
I was disappointed beyond comparing a couple of the guys where we record a blend bar cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana. Like, so, so what do you think of it? I mean, they've got a full line. This happens to be a Davidoff lounge and they've got a full line of things. I'm like, honestly, I, I, I think it's bad. And they, they they're like, really? I, I think it's terrible. But with all things cigar, you have to go back to the well. And this is where, like, uh, it's not preparation. It's, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not, it's, it's, oh, it, there's a word. There's a word, and it means something um, where, 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 you, where you go back to it. You got to have, commi- not commitment. Uh, Re- I'm going to call it commitment. Revisit? You do have to revisit it, but there's a word I'm looking for, and it's totally eluding me. Marzipan? Right now, it's marzipan. You have to go back. You got to have that kind of conviction to go back to it and try it again. You cannot do anything with a cigar that's one and done. Biggest mistake people make is one and done on a cigar. You have to go back to it, which is why we have the notebook. Pull it out. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? It happens to be freezing stupid cold in Indianapolis, Indiana. You're not kidding. Freezing, stupid, dumb, ridiculous, cold. It is like Superman's little hideaway cold in Indiana right now. As a Superman reference, who thought 2022 DC would be the first reference of the year? The Fortress of Solitude. It is the Fortress of Solitude, Fingers Malloy. Um, the, the first here, we're just started this. You break your cigar up into the first third, the second third, and the final third. We're just into the first third. Fingers, where are you? Right at the light, there was a nuttiness uh, that I wasn't expecting. Uh, from there, it, it's there's a good amount of pepper coming off of the cigar. But you know, we're just in the first third. We just lit this up about ten minutes ago. Uh, but that's all I'm getting right now is uh, a, a, some uh, a little bit of nuttiness and some pepper. What do you think? Uh, I, I can't say that what I'm getting is is is, is nutty. Um, and nor would I tell you what I'm getting is pepper. Which is so strange because, I mean, this happens between us a lot, right? You always get more of those pepper notes. What I'm getting is, again, that wood. I'm getting that wood kind of, kind of flavor. I am not being hit by pepper at, at, at all. It's not moving me in, in that way. And so I just wonder whether or not this is going to be one of those cigars that I will never take the way anybody else does. Um, the fact that you're getting a little bit of nut, I can kind of see that. I can maybe work my way there, but I don't have it right away. Right now, it is just wood. What is true is that there's wonderful smoke coming off of it. The draw is just lovely. Even though it is that bigger ring gauge, it's a little harder to get your mouth around right. it, but the draw is right on. Yeah, the draw is right on. I was less than impressed with the smoke coming off of this at first, but it's starting to get into its groove in the first third, and, and now you're starting to see a lot more of that pleasant smoke coming off of the stick. And it is. It's very, very pretty. And it does, you know, if you want that big cigar kind of feel almost feel like your Churchill without having the Churchill size. This is the way to go. The Avo Synchro Caribe. C-A-R-I-B-E. Now, usually we ask ourselves, is it in our in our humidor? And we will get to that. We're going to bring that in a little bit later because we got to smoke a little bit more of the cigar in order to know. This MSRP's at about $12 a stick. So there you go. That's what the cigar is. Dominican in the wrapper, Ecuadorian in the binder, Dominican, Nicaraguan, in the filler, this comes out of the Dominican, Dominican Republican, 
Dominican Republic from Avo, about $12 a, a stick here. And it's a question of whether or not. Ooh, you got, okay a little, there? got a little choked up. It's in the humidor. I still have my thoughts from then. I'm going to take my thoughts now and really kind of see whether or not this is a cigar for me. But off the, off the top fingers, you're happy? I'm happy. I don't know if this would be an everyday stick for me, you know, with this Vitola. It, it, right, because, the size, yeah. It, it, because, because of the uh, the ring gauge especially, I just don't know if it would be for me. But uh, I'm very I'm enjoying it so far. The Avo Synchro Caribe, C-A-R-I-B-E. We've got, ooh, again, choked up. It's E-Trink Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. Yeah, I don't understand what Whistlepig is doing. These are the rye people. These are the people out of Vermont. People love the Whistlepig. But according to foodandwine.com, Whistlepig is launching a new product that is part of Dry January. There's Dry January? How long have you been doing this show? It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. So that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. The bourbon reader you've always needed. Selling huge, it did, for the holidays. Can't thank you guys enough for that. Now you got to get it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like a book about bourbon from Fingers Malloy and yours truly. Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. I didn't know there was a dry January. I didn't know that was a thing. We talk Did, about it every year. We, I, I, you know what? I've clearly blocked it out of my head. There's a reason why. Because right. you don't participate in I dry January. I, I also don't sh- uh, participate in No Shave November eh. or whatever that is. I, 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 I used also don't to do participate that. in Jumping Jack July. <laughs> right? I used to participate in that. But as you, you know, I know this isn't very good for radio because you can't see me. I shaved this morning. Did I've you? that much testosterone flowing through my veins. I, I thought it was when you have too much testosterone in your bald. Like, so Fingers has a beard. I have a beard. Fingers has a mohawk. I have the most gorgeous head of hair in the history of mankind. But I thought when you have more testosterone, that's when you go bald. It was just a joke, Tony. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, did I do too much science? That's okay. So Whistlepig has a product, a non-alcoholic, non-whiskey called Piggyback Devil's Slide. With approximately 0% alcohol, 100% of the proceeds going to benefit the bartending community. Now, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's cool. And I will say the world of mocktails is huge, something we've discussed before. The millennial set, and maybe now uh, even younger, because I think younger, I think Gen Z is now of drinking age. If I understand Gen Z right and, and, and the ages, they, they don't want the alcohol very often. They want the experience of a bar. They want the experience of flavors, but they don't want the alcohol. So they'll go to a bar and spend $22 on a drink that has no alcohol. And if I had known that was possible, I would have stayed in the bar business. Because <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Don't, don't they call that place Smoothie King? I believe. I believe that's what they call it. That or Jamba Juice. <laughs> One or the other. Uh, if they're going to be helping uh, the, uh, the world of bartenders who've been affected by COVID... You know, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Anything that helps. You know, we did that here. I started a uh, a rye whiskey called Recovery Rye, recoveryrye.com. We actually finished it out, uh, but we sold it all across the state of Indiana, and $5 from every bottle went to the Indiana Restaurant Lodging Association uh, to help 
hospitality workers who were down on their luck because restaurants were all locked down. Tens of thousands of dollars we raised there. I was thrilled to do it, and, and I'm thinking about doing something like it uh, again in, in 2022. So, so I, I, I love this. But what's really interesting is that the, the whiskey is undistilled at the Whistlepig Farm and Distillery. It's aged for six years and then is undistilled. And it's it's then has this this really big flavor, but no alcohol. Uh, listen again. I think it's great that they're helping out the hospitality industry, uh, but I have questions. First of all, what do you think of the name Piggyback Devil's Slide? Which, by the way, was the name of my uh, debut country album. Oh, is that what it was? In the 90s. Yeah. Uh, but when I hear Devil's Slide, uh, I'm not thinking non-alcoholic drink. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, the anytime I think of food and devil, I don't go deviled eggs. I go devil dog, which of all of the cream filled snack treats is the worst one. Which one's a devil dog? So the devil dog is the the it's the chocolate. It's like the two. I can't chocolate. believe you're explaining this to me. Yeah, right. I have to explain to you snack food. <laughs> That's the best. Wait until we get into the conversation about Superman ice cream. I didn't realize I was going to touch a nerve with everybody. Holy <laughs> crap! The world exploded on me. For not knowing what Superman or Blue Moon ice cream is. We'll get to that uh, in a little bit. So a devil dog is like a chocolate cake. And then it's two chocolate cakes, like the like mm-hmm. bread. And then inside is a cream filling, and it's like a like a chocolate cake sandwich. Oh, a Susie Q. Is that what you would call it? I, I, well, that's what Hostess calls it. Well, wait, so devil dog is Drake? Could be. I don't know. Hostess has Susie Q's, and it's <laughs> two chocolate cakes, and then a, a nice uh, whipped cream filling right. in the middle. So that so the devil dog is the worst one. Uh, ringdings. Do you know what a ringding is? Is that like a Swiss cake roll? No, that's a yodel. <laughs> that's a yodel. I feel like I'm talking to a Canadian. <laughs> what is this? I know I'm talking to a Canadian, <laughs> even though you're from Michigan. So no, the, 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 so the, 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 the yodel is the one that's like, it's like rolled up and it's like swirled inside. And right? Chocolate. It's, yeah, it's chocolate, chocolate cream. It, that's a that's a Swiss cake roll. Right, right. So that's that's a yodel, <laughs> and and then a ring ding is the one that looks like a hockey puck, and then it's cream filling that's inside. That's a ding dong. Okay, I've seen it as a ding dong, but I think it's a ring ding. Wait, am I calling it the right thing? A ding dong, a ring ding, a ring ding, a ding dong. Let's, Let's call, call the whole thing off. Um, in any case, I'm not going to be drinking this from Whistlepig. I love you guys. I, you know, I, I, th- I, I think I got to admit, it's not my rye. I uh, there's something about Whistlepig rye that does not work for me in, in, in the slightest. But people do. They adore it. Absolutely. You know, what doesn't work for me. Uh, again, I want to help the hospitality industry, but spending fifty dollars on a non-alcoholic bottle of booze. How much is it? Fifty bucks. Oh, it's fifty dollars for 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 there's no you know how we clap over 100 proof. It's less than one proof. <laughs> 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh wow, 50 bucks. Whoo. Hoo-wee. <laughs> oh, that's a you're going to have to do some some marketing right there. That that is 50 bucks. Holy cow. Coca-Cola going boozy. Mm. Uh, and look, uh, it, it's it's a trend everybody is going it. Uh, in a partnership between Corona, uh, a, a brewer called Constellation Brands and Coke, they're going to launch Fresca Mixed. 
They're bringing back Fresca, baby. Oh, Fresca's been around forever. I know, it's, but it's a spirit-based cocktail. It's the second non-alcoholic drink, Fresca, owned by Coke to be turned into a spiked version. Because they launched a Topo Chico hard seltzer. Everybody has a hard seltzer. Are you going to get the spiked no. Fresca? No. Because why can't you just spike Fresca? It's just that much better coming out of a can? No. White Claw the thing? And that's exactly right. We have a mutual friend. Uh, his name's Sean, who loves Fresca, bathes in Fresca. I've, I shared this story today on uh, the Twitterverse. He's saying he's buying cases of it uh, for the pool this summer. I guess in the summer, like the 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 White Claws of the world, uh, the the hard seltzers, I can maybe see it. But yeah, I, to me, I, like Fresca is like a grapefruit kind of pop, right? Like it's a, not grapefruit. I, I, I but it's not lemon lime. Ma- yeah, but I always kind of considered it as kind of like a, a weak Sprite. Okay. That's always, I guess that's the way I thought of Fresca. So to me, you, you open up a can of Fresca, you throw a little vodka in it. You're going to spike yeah. it. I, already in a can, I guess, you know, if you're on a, you know, a boat or a golf course and you want to make it easy, you know, you get the spiked Fresca. By the way, Fresca does come in a grapefruit citrus and a black cherry citrus and a peach citrus and a blackberry citrus. Oh, that's, not how, that's not how I remember it. No. That is not I how... I think it's the grapefruit that was the standard. Grapefruit yeah, I, I, I guess the point is I'm not drinking it. But this whole thing about all this flavoring, there's a really fantastic TED Talk about this that I should share. Maybe I'll get into it. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So the NFL is in pure upheaval. You know, we we're talking about COVID and just talking about the Grammys, postponing the Grammys because of Omicron. Did the Grammys do it because they didn't want the look of having this big celebration while people are, are getting a virus? And the answer is, Fingers, I think you have a good point there. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Don't forget, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. The new book from me and Fingers, or Fingers and I, depending on how you like to do your grammar. Selling great because of you. Get your copy today. Let's Go Bourbon. It is bourbon recipes, history of bourbon, the actual law, great bourbon quotes. It's a fun read, and we have got more books coming in 2022. Let's go bourbon, available at Amazon.com. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because of the PR that they canceled the Grammys. But I think it's more fear-based than anything else. I think people are actually truly uh, afraid. Because if it is indeed about the look, is this why they're having a conversation in the NFL about moving the Super Bowl? Well, I think going back to what you were talking about, uh, maybe it isn't about PR. That's what I always think. It's messaging or lawyers. The word, you know, lawsuits or whatever. That's a different thing. It could definitely be lawyers. But maybe it's the thinking of uh, what the NFL is thinking right now is, you know, the the Super Bowl is currently scheduled uh, to be held in California. Uh, SoFi Stadium, the new stadium, the billions... Right there. Was that Cranky? Kinky, uh, the, the, the guy who owns the Rams? Uh, I forget his name. Jimmy Ram. That's it. Jimmy Ram. Owner of the Rams. Uh, no, uh, but... Jimmy Ram was actually the almost name of Dirk Diggler. I did not know that. That's a Boogie Nights reference, everybody. I was going to say, I don't know who Dirk here Diggler is. Uh, but uh, maybe they are worried that California may start having more lockdowns, COVID restrictions, so you can't... I mean, obviously, the Grammys probably, you know, if you have the right lobbyists, you can get around some of these things. You can get exemptions and stuff like that, but it's hard to plan such a huge event 
when you don't know if there are going to be lockdowns and shutdowns. So and that's I think that's what the thinking is with the NFL now. So they're thinking about moving the Super Bowl to Dallas, to AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys play. I know living in Indy, there are a lot of people like, wait a second, why, are, why isn't Indianapolis trying to get this thing? You never know. Like one of the things Indianapolis has, they've got a really good sports culture here. This was the first place to create a sports corporation to go after amateur sports. It's how Indianapolis built itself in the really 80s, 90s and built itself into a sports powerhouse and then ended up with the NFL Combine, which now everybody and their mother wants. And they've hosted the Super Bowl here, hosting uh, the uh, college football championships here. You've got Georgia against Alabama, uh, right, that game. So great, great town for this because in downtown Indianapolis, you don't need a taxi for anything. Right. You can walk everywhere, including to the stadium. Makes it super, super easy, super comfortable to do. So people are asking, but... AT&T Stadium, as high profile as can be. I have the answer. All listening. Jerry Jones. That's the reason why. I don't understand. Owner of the Cowboys. What about him? That's where the, the Cowboys play. I'm sure that Jerry already was starting to whisper in the NFL's ear, hey, you know, you can always bring it. Bring you don't think mind. Jim Irsay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, was having that conversation? Love Jim Irsay. Love the Colts. It's Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. It's a whole different level. I, I think that Jerry, Jerry's got such pull in the league. Uh, they said that the, the city of Arlington, uh, which, by the way, hosted the Rose Bowl last year when all this stuff was happening, uh, you, you know, uh, maybe that it's just a situation where uh, Jerry is using his influence to get it. I'm going to go the other way. There is no better convention city in America than Indianapolis. No place that could do something. This is the city that said, you need to do the NCAA championship all in one city. We got you covered. And it all took place in Indianapolis. Every single game. These guys know how to do it. They really do. I'm not arguing with you. When they had the Super Bowl here, it was a fantastic event, and they lucked out on the weather. The other thing uh, that people complain about, they don't like Super Bowls in northern cities. I mean, not that, that Dallas is a tropical paradise, but Dallas in February. Versus, I'm not saying no. You know, I, so there are a number of reasons why, but I, I really think it has uh, a lot to do with Jerry Jones. Do you know how brutal it must be for, I mean, they just built SoFi Stadium, right? And they put it, the Super Bowl, in these new stadiums to be able to highlight them. To lose the Super Bowl, millions if not billions of dollars that come to a city, my gosh, to lose one because you're not sure how the state is going to react, that's, that's rough. So I think more than it being Jerry Jones, it's the idea of Texas. Now, why haven't they gone for Energy Stadium where, where the Houston Texans play or something like that? That's an interesting question. Maybe it has to do with the size of the stadium, the amount of people. Jerry Jones. That, that you could, I'm sorry, what was that? Jerry Jones. Is that right? This brings us to the other weird NFL thing, which is Antonio Brown who during a game with the New York Jets, he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, third quarter, he just leaves the game. Rips off his jersey, rips off his, his, his undershirt. He, by the way, he's a fatty, right? Antonio Brown is a fatty, fatty, fat, fat. You want me to call Antonio Brown a fatty, fat, fat, The man fat, has fat, 0% fat? body fat. It's criminally insane. And oh, he's I like, I'm I done. I didn't notice. I'm done. You noticed? I'm done. I'm, I'm leaving the game. He claims that the coach, Bruce Arians, tried to push him 
into playing, made him get injections for his ankle. He couldn't go. And he's like, I can't go. I, I'm, I'm injured. And Aaron's is like, well, then get out. So he walked out. And then there was a whole conversation whether or not he was off the team or not. He has now been released from the team. At least that was the latest news. He left during a game. That's crazy. It's a sign of the times. Look, 4.5 million people quit their jobs in November. No, I don't think <laughs> he has. just said, I quit. I've had it. No, he's claiming that he's injured and uh, Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers tried to force him to go into the game because he has an ankle injury. The Buccaneers are, 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 are yelling uh, hogwash. I'm cleaning up my language. Hogwash on that story. Uh, because they've tried to get him into several doctors. They even tried to accommodate him by getting him doctor uh, appointments in New York, where he currently is. It was a whole weird scene when he walked off. He grabbed an Uber, and then there was a whole uh, story with the Uber driver, and it was the whole thing was bizarre. Uh, bottom line is, he got cut, and he is ridiculously talented, probably had a Hall of Fame career going. I will be shocked at this point if another team picks him up. Well, they can. He's claiming that he's injured. Who's going to pick him up off waivers? He's got an ankle injury. He literally shot himself in the ankle by making this claim. I couldn't play because I'm injured. Oh, by the way, I can play for your playoff contender because this is the NFL. Somebody would take him to win. They, they don't care. I can maybe see it for a playoff run, but who's going to sign? This happens every team he's been with. It has ended badly and a complete flameout, whether it was Pittsburgh, Oakland, now the Buccaneers. Oh, I forgot he was with Oakland. That's right. Did a whole thing with that. Oh, I, I can't use my helmet and something about a foot. I, I don't know. It was a whole thing. And they spent a lot of money and they, they to bring him there. And, and then Do you th- is this going to be a conversation of a, a mental issue or is this going to be a conversation of marketing? Because he also dropped a rap single two hours after he walked off the Walks off the field. And we all uh, collectively said, finally. Right. A little right. a little rap from, from the kids call him A.B. Is that what they call yeah, him? Yeah, they call him uh, uh, M.C.A.B. I don't think they call him M.C.A.B. Oh, but it, it could be. I, I don't know, but it, maybe he's thinking of life after football. But he walked away from like $2 million in incentives and, and what was left in his contract. So uh, God only knows what's going through his mind right now. I just, I'm convinced another team is going to take him. What he needs is a good night's sleep. And to get that, you need a MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code TONY. It's made right here in the USA. They have got a massive inventory, never an issue with supply chains when you're talking about MyPillow. Everything in stock and ready to ship. The MyPillows, their lowest price ever, by the way. Sheets, slippers, robes, the cardigans, ready to go. You can shop with confidence, and all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty as well. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special for specials like 40% off my off all my slippers and 50% off my pillow mattress toppers. Promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y, mypillow.com, promo code Tony, and save right now. Incredible deals on all my pillow products. Mypillow.com. Promo code Tony. Smoking the Avo Synchro Carib. I'll tell you what I think coming up. Eat, drink, smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. The bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. It's 2022, so you might as well drink big. I'm talking really big. Start the year off with a bourbon that makes you say, oh, that's the hair on my chest I've always wanted. 
So we went to Maker's Mark. We kept it simple. We kept it easy, except we went cask strength. It's eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The swag will be out soon, my friends. You'll be able to get your official America's favorite amateur drinker t-shirts coming soon at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Maker's Mark 46 cask strength. A mash bill of 70% corn, 16% wheat, and 14% malted barley right there and fingers malloy coming in at 110 proof can i get a happy new year to me there it is uh, right there coming from the beam people i like maker's mark you know it because it's the wax dipped uh covering right there you know and you can tell based on how the wax drips whether it's right-handed or left-handed and you can find out about that story in let's go bourbon is that right came to be Huh, Let's Go Bourbon, the book everybody is buying at Amazon.com, our first book, Let's Go Bourbon. It is the bourbon reader you've always needed. Now, I happen to like Maker's Mark. I think they do a fine fine job. I'm a huge fan of the finishing series. We've reviewed the RC6, which I thought was an absolutely spectacular bourbon. Now, bourbon, of course, there are rules. You can find out those rules in our book, Let's Go Bourbon. has to be 51% corn, aged in a first-use charred oak barrel and can be no less than 80 proof when it comes out of the barrel you can only add water to bring down the proof if you think it's too high or if the the the, the distillers think it's too high that's it those are the rules of bourbon it is the all-american drink and bourbon comes from the united states not just kentucky and this right here it's almost an orange color not so much an amber in the glass and we start it neat Oh, that is a deliciously sweet, not big nose at all, Fingers Malloy. Oh, there is a sweetness. I, I is it is it vanilla? Oh my gosh! But there's a there's a, a sweetness to it. There's definitely not that you know alcohol ethanol note that we talk about on some of the the higher proof Proofs. bourbons. That, that that's not there at all. There's a there's a there's a bit of. A, like a sweet cookie going on in there. There's a a, a bit of uh, a bit of caramel in there. Uh, maybe a, a touch of I don't know if that's a cinnamon, cinnamon? spice or something else like yeah. that. Oh, that feel that is good. That is a wonderful nose. This, you know, we've talked about uh, how seasons can uh, impact uh, your bourbon choice. This this screams fall and winter bourbon, doesn't it? I think I could do this more often than that. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least on the nose. Now, we just start it neat, and then we decide whether we're going to bring it to ice chips, a little bit of cool water, or a, a big rock. Never let anybody tell you that you can't do it on the rocks. Of course you can. Adding ice changes the complexion of the bourbon. It'll bring down the proof. As we said, water can be added to bring down the proof. You're adding water. It's going to bring down the proof. It will also open up flavors. But we start it neat. This is the Maker's Mark 46 Cast Strength Fingers Malloy 2022. Are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all year. Uh, yeah, there it is. See what I did there? There it is. All year. I've been ready for this all year. Fingers Malloy. You've just been dead joked. <laughs> he takes the sip, does the Kentucky chew. That's how you move it around the palate. He's doing so right now. Fingers Malloy, where are you with the Maker's Mark 46 cast strength? This is wonderful. Oh, yeah? Oh, first of all, you would never know 
this is 110 proof. Is that right? Oh, you would never know. You may know after you've had two or three if it's 110 proof, but on the palate, man, I, a light sting on the tongue. Uh, there is a, a little bit of heat, uh, but for the flavor profile, it, some cinnamon, definitely some oak, and there's another bit of sweetness that I can't quite put my finger on, but I can tell you, it's really good. All right, I'm ready. I'm in. Oh, he's in. I'm going in. The Maker's Mark 46 cast strength, 110 proof. Here we here we go. You ready? Oh, you ready? I'm ready. That nose is really good. Wait till it hits the palate. Oh, oh, he looked up in the air as he's doing the Memphis Munch. Oh, wow. Oh, that is coat the tongue beginning to end. No sting on the tongue. Slightest sting on the lips. There's no heat. No burn going down. No heat. There is no heat anywhere in the chest. It's not hitting middle. It's not hitting low. It's just... Wow, that is a smooth, smooth, smooth bourbon. That cinnamon is right there for sure, but it's got like almost like a vanilla cream okay. going on underneath it that's coating the tongue. Ooh. Oh, he's going oh. in for seconds. He's, hey, he's... how's your mom? <laughs> Hold. What? Oh, I, I'm telling Ooh. you, this is this is definitely a must-try in my book. I mean, Oh, fingers. Wow. No, doesn't play 110 proof at all. What it plays is 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 a couple of flavors that all are working well together. It's kind of moving a little bit back and forth. Sometimes we hit things that are monotone. Sometimes we'll hit it's got a couple of flavors and they're playing independently. This is mixing lovely. I just got on the back of the palate a little bit of honey. On, on my, my my second try, my second go around. Yeah, I don't know if I can pick honey. Um but I got to tell you, you know, I'm always hesitant when we talk about whether a bottle would be good for everyone at the table when you get into 100, 105, 110 proof a bourbon. But I think that this would play nicely for everyone at the table I, because that doesn't hit you yes. like you would expect a, a 110 proof bourbon would. That is, you talk about honey on, on the on on the finish there. Uh, may, may, is, is that what that is? There is a touch of heat that that exists, but I think what I'm getting on the finish is a little bit of the oak. It's the wood. That's that is a solid bourbon. Now the question, fingers Malloy, is is it in your liquor cabinet at sixty dollars a bottle? Yes, I, I'm not even going to hesitate, and that's a little bit more than I would spend on a bottle. Uh, you know, usually I like to stay under fifty dollars, right around the thirty to, to forty five dollar range. But man, this is really good, Tony. This is the Maker's Mark 46 cask strength, 110 proof, and it doesn't play like that at all. And it's $60 a bottle. This is 100% something that I'm working with. The sweet is not overly sweet. The oaky is there, which is something I've been searching for lately, uh, but but isn't overpowering. That cinnamon is is right on. Yeah. Right on. It's got everything. If you want some oak, it's got the oak. If you want a little sweetness, it's got the sweet. But nothing is overwhelming. It's not too sweet. It's not too oaky. It, all the notes hit just right. And this is a big corn mash bill, 70%, only 16% on the wheat, which sometimes, you know, those weeded bourbons, uh, you know, adding a little bit of, of, of that sweetness that people talk about. This is all right. No, no, no. 
This this is more uh, than all right. Is this a new release? Yes. This just came out in 2021. Yes. Okay. Because I had not seen it before. It's a limited release. Is it in your liquor cabinet? At $60? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly in in my liquor cabinet. This is the Maker's Mark 46 cask strength. You're going to go out and buy this, guys. You're going to buy it, and then you're going to tell us what you think on Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, the Maker's Mark, 46 cast strength, 110 proof. It's, it's, oh, I almost dropped it. Almost, I almost dropped, I got so excited. I got, it's lovely, man. It's absolutely lovely. I haven't added anything to it either. Oh, I added a couple of drops of cool water, and it actually, for a lot of, a lot of times when I do that, it'll bring out more of the oak. And for me, it brought out much more of this. It became a sweeter bourbon. Is that right? All right, now I'm doing it. Now I add a little bit. A little bit of He's cool done. water right there. Boop. There it is. Move that around. It's got this cinnamon, sort of vanilla cream undercurrent. The finish is oaky. It coats the, the, the tongue. $60 a, a bottle. Super, super impressed with how good this I'll is. I'll be interested to see now that you have that cool water in there if it brings out more of that vanilla creaminess. For you, that it, it did for me. It oh became, God, yeah. Oh wow, it's a lot wow. sweeter. Wow, just added a little bit of water. You're changing the proof, but it opens things up. Don't ever be afraid of ice. Don't ever be afraid of water. The Maker's Mark cat, 46 cast strength. Oh, this is just fine. No, no, this is just really good. This is really good. Smoking the Avo Synchro Carib. We're doing uh, the Gordo, the six by sixty. I had this cigar. Uh, six months ago or so, did not enjoy it at all. Came across to me as salty, and I wanted to try it again. You got to go back and try the cigars again. You got to write it down in your notebook. You got to keep that notebook. As a matter of fact, one of the things we're working on for 2022 is a notebook that has it all kind of separated and segmented out. We'll let you know when it's available, and uh, you'll be able to keep track of what it is you're smoking. Go back and look at what you thought of the cigar when you last had it. This is not my cigar. No? It's smoking fine. The construction is right on from Avo, but compared to other Avos in the lineup, like the XO, like the number three, there's no shot this is in my humidor at all. Oh, I it is for me, uh, but only a stick or two. This certainly for me wouldn't be an everyday smoke. Uh, something that I'd want on the back deck on the weekend. I'd give it a little time. It is, um, I don't how how does something come across as salty? It's a very strange thing. As I said, the guys at Half Wheel referred to as a, 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 a popcorn flavoring, but I don't get that lusciousness that I would get out of popcorn. It's it's so high cedar and and woody and it, and, and this salty for me it doesn't work. But I, I was just speaking to somebody uh, here at, at Blend Bar Cigar. They're smoking it. They think it's great. People are different. That's why they make different cigars. Yeah. That's why you got to try them and you got to try it again. Avo makes great products. This is just not mine. Now, usually, Fingers Malloy, at this time, we do the news of the week, but we have got questions. Yes. And lots of questions. We want to answer them as we start up the new year. But before anything, we finished off the year 
doing our, our bourbons of the year for 2021 and our cigars of the year for 2021. And you can find that on the podcast, which you can get at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Good Pods. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Get the podcast. Do that immediately. Uh, and, and when we were doing the shows, one of the things that you had brought up was Superman ice cream. And I said to you, doe-eyed, what in the world is Superman ice cream? And you're like, how have you not ever had Superman ice cream? Well, clearly, Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation thinks that I am a worthless bastard. Because the emails and Facebook messages that we got, Instagram messages, uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram, they were out of control. Yeah. People are angry at me. People are like, how have you not had this? Yeah, we, we talked about Blue Moon ice cream and Superman ice cream. And people reached out on Facebook Messenger at Eat, Drink, Smoke. Rick A., I can attest to eating Blue Moon and Superman ice cream. I grew up in the Muncie, Indiana area. A local grocery store in Muncie sold Blue Moon ice cream for years. I haven't seen it recently. Jenny G. said I had uh, not had Superman ice cream, but Blue Moon is delicious and still one of my favorites. And I grew up in central Indiana. Uh, lots of stuff uh, from central Indiana. Amber I, grew, I grew up in Jersey, yeah. and it had to have been regional then. Blue Moon is the best ice cream ever. Uh, I've seen it at uh, you know a couple of grocery stores nearby. This is another central Indiana. And uh, one guy said, uh, Tim R. said, my kids like Superman ice cream. I've been a fan of it here, and I've lived in Indianapolis for years. And he sent me a link uh, to the Wikipedia. There's a Wikipedia page for Superman ice cream. Oh, good Lord. And uh, You can't trust that Wikipedia. <laughs> Superman, it, it's, it, as the story goes, is, is an ice cream that may have been created in Detroit. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's Stroh's ice cream. Uh, several different ice cream makers make a version of Superman, or they call it Scooperman, uh, because of the trademark. And uh, basically, the it's three flavors. You know, it's 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 a blue flavor, a red flavor, and the yellow flavor. Those are colors, not flavors. Let me go with it. For Stroh's ice cream, the blue flavor is Blue Moon, which no one can seem to put their finger on what exactly Blue Moon tastes like. Right. But they're like, it's Blue Moon. Uh, the red flavor is a red pop flavor kind of a strawberry flavor and the uh, yellow flavor it's lemon and pretty much you see that that's the theme throughout all the different makers of the ice cream it's either uh blue moon ice cream for the blue a certain either a strawberry or cherry or black cherry ice cream for the red flavor and then the yellow flavoring is either lemon or vanilla and some even use banana so there you go tony you saw it in florida i did see it in florida did you try it i did not because i love myself way Way too much. Okay, so we had questions, too. Yes, sir. Uh, first question from Tim W. If you live in the Indianapolis area, can you get tickets to your show? Oh, you mean come see us do a show? So so the answer is we have some live events that we are putting together and we will be doing in 2022. Uh, we're going to be doing some, some tastings, some pairings that we're going to be doing uh, starting in Indianapolis. And we are more than happy to bring this around the country. So the answer is it's coming, but it doesn't exist just yet. Uh, if you uh, want to bring us to your local cigar lounge where you live, we're happy to make that happen. Just reach out on the Facebook page, Eat, Drink, Smoke, and, and we'll take care of the rest. And people have been reaching out to us on our Instagram uh, page as well, Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. You can find us over there on Instagram. Rick M. wants to know, what do you think of Alec Bradley cigars? Uh, I got a sampler pack for Christmas. Okay. 
So we ran into Alec Bradley when we were at the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association show in Vegas. And for years, I was wholly unimpressed with Alec Bradley. A couple of cigars I had, they were just fair. And, that, and that's all there is to it. And then before the show, I'd had the Magic Toast. I was like, okay, I, th- I think that's pretty good. I've had one or two of their cigars since that we got at the show. Alec Bradley is actually named for the kids, Alec and Bradley. And they came up with their own brand, Alec and Bradley. So sometimes you'll see Alec Bradley, and sometimes you'll see Alec and Bradley. I've had the Project 40, which I thought was wonderful. I've had a couple others that I thought were, were, were rather well done um, since that show. Uh, I, I think that with, with everything, it's, it, it's always a question of taste. I mean, take what we're talking about, about the Avo, about the Carib that we're, or Caribe that we're smoking right now. This is not my cigar. But the Avo number three, that is in my humidor. The XO, that's in my humidor. So, so really, it's not about what do I think about Alec Bradley. I, I think they're, they're putting out a product that people enjoy. I, I, I would have to smoke a lot more of them to say, okay, this one is a yes, this one is a no. But it, I, I think they, they do fine work, and at least I think they're doing better work than they did in the past. Randy N. hit us up on Facebook. He's a longtime Jack Daniels drinker, recently introduced to Maker's Mark. So he always wanted to try some scotch, but he didn't know anyone who drinks it. And he doesn't want to spend a lot of money on a bottle uh, of scotch, but he wants to break into scotch. Do we have any suggestions? No, because I can't. I, I can't give somebody a suggestion on scotch. A, that isn't my drink. Rye is my drink. Bourbon is, is, is definitely. Uh, but if, if, you're, if you're basing it solely on price, I don't know what to do for you. Considering all the different types of scotch, whether it's the Highlands or the Lowlands or the Isla, it's just, there's just too much going on. I think you're making a mistake going and just trying to grab a bottle. What you need to do, and we talk about this with cigars, go to your favorite lounge, yes. talk to the bartender. Uh, he'll find out what, or she will find out what your f- flavor profile is. If you like uh, a peaty kind of flavor, there's scotch for you. They make sweeter scotches that are aged in old bourbon barrels, maybe a little bit sweeter scotch. Talk to your bartender. And- that is exactly the way to do it. Don't start with a bottle. Start with a drink. And start with someone like like a trusted bartender or mixologist who can guide you through it. That's great advice, Fingers. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. So in this whole conversation about Omicron, which admittedly, we talk COVID because It affects supply chains. We talk COVID because it affects the restaurant industry and the cigar industry. And certainly we've seen that COVID has made people daily cigar smokers with the number of imports growing month after month after month. And it's kind of incredible. But we've never talked about it personally. So let me tell you that I don't know if I got COVID, but I did have a fever. Tea, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. What? You had a fever? I did. Was the only prescription for that fever more cowbell? Honestly, that's how you cure COVID. More cowbell. I, I bring it up because I, I the, the, the world is happening, and, and you shouldn't think that somehow it isn't happening like, like it's only happening to other people. So there's, I know more people who are ill and more people who have been sick uh, with basically a cold or is it a flu or is it omicron 
And the answer is I, I, I have absolutely no idea. And people are talking about this testing shortage, the, the, those home tests. You can't find them anywhere. If they come into a store, they're gone in an hour. They're putting up signs. We don't have tests. Don't even try. The federal government didn't order enough tests. They're talking about sending a, a test to everybody in, in America. But that hasn't happened yet. I am not somebody who thinks that the answer is always a test. I went on vacation, ended up in my parents' place, and wasn't feeling great after the flight. And then the next day, I still wasn't feeling great, like a little bit of a head cold. Maybe I thought it was like the, the pressure from the airplane. You know, that could happen. Next day, I woke up with a, with a slight fever. I didn't go get myself tested. And we were discussing this earlier, Fingers. I want to follow up. Because how, what was the point it was a slight fever, no breathing issues, no aches or anything else like that. Just, a, oh, I felt like this before in my life. Now, true, I haven't been sick in a good number of years. I don't think I had a fever in like eight years. Mm -hmm. I took cold medicine. I took acetaminophen. The next day, I felt fine. Cigars did taste a little weird to me. That's what I was going to ask you. Did it affect your uh, sense of taste or smell at all? But it was like a head cold. A head cold would affect it. Sure. I've had a cold before uh, during the show. Maybe without a fever, it's affected the way I taste cigars. And what happens is when I have a head cold, I don't know if this happens to other people, the smoke is extremely stale to me. Mm. And it's really a turnoff. So I had had some lovely cigars where I'm like, I'm not getting the full out of this. I was trying, because every day I'd be like, all right, maybe, maybe today I'll be a little bit better. Did you muscle your way through? I, like, like, a, like a pro, like a <laughs> champ, like a man who cares about America. Um, I don't think if you don't get a test, I don't think you're a bad person. And I think that there is a level of overreaction to, oh, I'm not feeling well, I need to get tested. And I think that's where these shortages and some of these real issues are coming. I think we're doing it to ourselves. There's an overreaction to, I'm not feeling great. It must mean this. No, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Of course you should check with your doctor. Check with Tony. What are you, nuts? <laughs> I am not a medical professional. I get all my medical advice from you. You so you sh you should. Uh, listen, I know that what you eat is pure <laughs> hot garbage, and you shouldn't. But the I am so worried about the fear factoring. We talk about the Grammys, and they're postponing the Grammys because of Omicron. And because of rules in California, the Super Bowl might get moved out of Los Angeles and, and moved over to Dallas because of... What I, what I would call fear factoring. I think there are people out there with comorbidities, people out there with suppressed uh, 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 or immunosuppressed, uh, suppressed immune systems. Yeah, rational, that they be concerned. I think that if a, if a healthy person gets sick, you get sick. Yeah. And I don't know if you have to live in fear. And I, I am not a believer. I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the nation right now on the fear I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not discussing vaccines. I'm not discussing masks. I'm discussing our reactions to things I think is right now improper. I think a lot of it is media driven. I mean, it, it's easy to understand why there's fear and confusion uh, over, you know, especially this recent spike. You know, you're hearing about hospitals uh, being overwhelmed again. Well, this is also the time of the year where you're going to see hospitals be a little bit more uh, over well overwhelmed is maybe a bad uh, word to use but they're, they're going to be busier the ICUs are going to fill up a little bit more just because of, of seasonal issues and 
we're not getting really good data as to you know how much of are, are the ICUs being filled up with COVID patients versus you know typical seasonal stuff. I think there's just a lot of fear and confusion out there because we aren't really getting good data as far as what's going on with the, the new variant, and and people are panicking, treating the new variant as if we're back at the early stages of 2020 again. And we're not. And we're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very different thing. But I do want to give you a piece of data that is very interesting about hospitals. As of, let's say, this weekend, we'll call it this weekend, 81.8% of ICU beds, intensive care unit beds in America, were in use. And 27.4% of the patients in those ICU beds we're being treated for COVID-19. I don't know. I'm not arguing. If you talk to doctors and nurses, and we are very supportive of nurses and doctors here, and we've done events for doctors and nurses here. We have brought food to doctors and nurses here. I've done things with, with my home radio station in Indianapolis. We've won awards for what it is uh, that we've done, programs that we've done. If 27% of the ICU beds are COVID patients and only 81% of the ICU beds in the nation are taken, I don't know how many are, what the percentages of ICU beds taken on an average day, but that's not overrun. And so we hear things, and you talk about the media, I think you bring up a good point. When you hear that number, is that overrun in someone's view? Now, maybe it is in someone's view. Maybe the normal ICU bed usage is... 49% or 63%. But we're also in winter. Yes. And winter is when you have the respiratory issues because by naturally, that's when they come up. Yeah. So I, I, I only hope that people are, are smart. They're doing what they think is best for them, but not living in fear. It's the fear that I think is, is so endangering all of us and making everybody crazy. And I'm... I'm going to bring something else up, and I'm not diminishing what could possibly be happening. But I saw, you know, this week that major headlines were were made over fluorona. So there was a case in Israel where a pregnant woman had the flu and coronavirus, and there have been some stories out of the Los Angeles Times yes. about fluorona. You think that's just about scaring people to death? I. That, I mean, that's a terrible use of the word. I apologize, right. guys. I didn't mean it like that. I, I think that there... Listen, we've been in the media business for a long time. Uh, there is this urge by media companies for clickbait, and fear is a good driver when it comes to clickbait. And again, I'm not trying to... That's so wrong. Fluorona? Look, I, I, look again, I'm not trying uh, to... You're not wrong. It. I'm saying the idea of clickbait on that is so wrong. You th but do you think I'm wrong? No, I don't. And that's... And that bothers the daylights out of me. Look, we're not doctors, guys. Yes. And we're not telling you how to handle it. You do whatever it is you and your doctor think is, is right to do. You do you, for sure. We're real big believers in that. But I don't know why I, don't know why I brought it up on Eat, Drink, Smoke. Like, maybe this isn't an Eat, Drink, Smoke topic, it but, is a, it but is, it's happening. It is an Eat, Drink, Smoke topic because one of the things we always say is we bring up stories that people are talking about in their cigar lounges. And to, to think that people aren't talking about this in the cigar lounge would be naive. This is dominating the national right. conversation. So, uh, to, to the best of your ability, do not live in fear. I, I, I just I can't imagine that's actually going to help anybody drinking the maker's mark 46 cast strength it'll help everybody it's 110 proof 
$60 a bottle in the humidor. As for the cigar, the Avo Synchro Caribe, it's not for me. But it might be for you. Fingers, you got a couple of these in your humidor? I will now. He will now. $11 to $12 a stick. Try it for yourself. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Facebook, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. And everything at Eat, Drink, Smoke Show. Dot com. Get the podcast. Subscribe. It's free. My goodness. What a great deal. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. 